Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our March Atlanta Business Radio episode of Women in Technology. I'm one of your hosts, Katie Galley, and I'm, of course, joined by none other than the executive director of WIT, Miss Sandy Welfare. How are you doing, Sandy? I'm doing well. Good morning, Katie. Good morning. So uh, what's going on with WIT lately? We have many, many opportunities. Um, Amongst the uh, last few things that we've done were a coding class for with um, girls who, uh, 100 Girls in Code. Okay. Had a wonderful opportunity to partner with NCR and UPS to really do a fun uh, coding class on a Saturday. So that was very exciting. So to yeah. see all the little minds working, it was wonderful. <laughs> That's great. So the Girls Who Code, is it was it primarily middle schoolers, lower schoolers? What was the age group? So we ended up having elementary to begin uh, on one side and then middle school and high school on the other. But the majority of the girls there were probably elementary. Wow. And so that's a new focus for us since we're pretty much starting at middle school. But because right. we were doing a partnership with them, it was wonderful just to see uh, just to see the activities in action. Yeah, that's really great. So you're starting, I mean, even younger, really trying to get in there. Absolutely. I mean, well, if you think about the, um, you know, phases of how girls get excited about STEAM, most are very, very excited in math and science in elementary school, it starts to dwindle in middle school. So we're really thinking that by having some of these partnerships, we're able to bring them in and get them excited about wit girls and becoming a wit woman. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, those types of partnerships are great for us because it helps us to not only be in the community. So we were, we were in uh, Rockdale County. Okay. And I think if we look at some of the uh, opportunities around the city, there's more opportunities for us to do those types of partnerships. Okay. Wow. That's great. So it's getting them engaged, getting them excited and making sure they stay excited. Absolutely. Great. Absolutely. Well, speaking of partnerships, who did you bring in with you today? So today I have one of our WIT partners, uh, David McCollum. He's been wonderful for WIT because he's uh, a true man ambassador. And mm-hmm. I uh, look at it from the aspect of we need as many ambassadors in the community, but we're, what we're really needing are more men to basically understand and believe the mission of WIT. And so yeah. he is my special guest today. <laughs> I like that, my ambassador. I like it Do you too. like it? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, welcome, David. What's going Thank on with you? you? So um, been in Atlanta now for about three years. Okay. Uh, and doing partnership with WIT here with Sandy. Um, right now uh, with ACP, we are a consulting organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, we provide staffing services to a number of Fortune 100 and uh, 500 organizations, um, mostly within the tech field uh, on a contractual basis. So um, just really excited to partner with WIT and uh, continue to grow. Okay. And so how did you get involved with ACP, the Alliance? It's the Alliance of Computer Professionals, right? So how did you That's get right. involved with them? Uh, well, I was approached. Uh, our, our leadership is based in Minneapolis. Okay. Um, The organization itself, uh, we're focused on building our relationships uh, in Atlanta. We're focused on not only partnering with our consultants, but also um, being transparent in how uh, we we provide our pricing services. Um, Right now with ACP, uh, the biggest thing has been focusing on bringing in new tech talent. Okay. Uh, when I say new, I'm speaking more so about our new hires uh, within Atlanta right now. It's a very competitive market. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've been focusing on creating inbound recruiting strategies, um, as well as just making sure that we have an influx of, of internship opportunities available so that we can present 
new talent to our, our partners. And why Atlanta in particular? Why from Minneapolis to Atlanta? Well, Minneapolis itself has, has grown. We have a number of accounts there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to branch out in, in Atlanta. And uh, working with WIT has definitely been a great forum uh, for us. We, we've worked as a sponsor for WIT. So um, Atlanta itself is competitive. It's growing. And it has a vibrant technology scene. Okay. Um, so that's really why the focus has been Atlanta also. So how have you seen it grow since you've been here? Oh, wow. Um, for one, there's so many universities in the area. Right. Uh, there's a, there's such a, an influx of tech talent in Atlanta um, that we we've seen just in uh, focusing on not only the application side but uh, more of the infrastructure type of tech roles within Atlanta. Those have been some of the ones that we have uh, noticed that Atlanta is um, com- has the the most pool of candidates. It has a, a large pool of candidates within the Atlanta area in those areas. Hmm. Okay. So, I mean, you really, you've had the opportunity to see it grow and just being in this industry, especially in this area. So it's focusing primarily on the universities then. Yes. Looking for students that are about to graduate. So how do you guys get in there? I mean, partnering with organizations like WIT. So you're working with these students. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do you get in there and really uh, with the consulting practice, try and recruit these individuals? Well, uh, taking it to a a personal level for me, I also work as a professor uh, for St. Leo University and for Ohio Christian University, adjunct professor. Um, So I have an opportunity to to partner with those universities, um, individuals that are in their uh, information technology programs. Um, For our organization, uh, working with WIT and working uh, and partnering with organizations within the Atlanta area that allow us to, to like uh, the uh, Project Management Institute, um, that's another organization that we try to partner with uh, to bring in the, the people that are interested in technology that are maybe freshmen, junior, freshmen, sophomores in college uh, and bring them on board and, and just make them aware that even though they may have difficulty obtaining entry-level talent, entry-level positions, initially, if they're willing to maybe take on a, a contract role, uh, just to obtain that level of experience and grow, um, it'll make it easier to transition into to larger roles within the organizations in the area. So having the perspective of both being a professor, so being that mm-hmm. integrally in part of a student's you know, transition and just learning, but then also being on the other side of it, the, mm-hmm. in the industry side, how do you see that your experience on both of those sides has helped you kind of um, help these students grow? Being able to share how um, mentorship is 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 a big factor, um, and and promoting mentorship uh, to the students, uh, telling them about associations and organizations such as WIT that they can join and become active within. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the ways that I try to influence them and and tell them to just step out. You have to be willing to network. You can't just you know the the, the days of applying to a job using job boards those are dead. It's about the relationships you're able to build. So I really encourage them to, to move forward and build those relationships and, and kind of step out and be, be courageous. So in your, I mean, in your experience, then what would you say is the kind of that lacking component? Like you're saying the networking is a big thing, but Definitely. maybe something that you've seen is really maybe the disconnect and how you've tried to address that. Well, it's tough because right now, and uh, I'm a millennial myself, mm-hmm. but you know, the, our ability and or willingness to step out and have conversations. Um, most most individuals in my age group, we want to have the conversations through text or email, and getting out and actually, you know, engaging and and putting yourself out there and, and meeting person to person. That's the difficult task. 
So just encouraging them to do that, um, providing them with opportunities to do that. Um, those are the ways that, that I believe we can overcome that. And on the flip side, looking at the, the companies and the industries that are hiring, um, what would you say is the most challenging thing for them and what they should maybe be looking for with the recruiting talent? I would say the challenge right now is um, a lot of organizations don't have uh, marketing plans geared towards uh, millennials and, and I would say the younger generation. Um, some, co- some organizations are attempting to uh, follow, a, I would say, like a Google format where you have the games and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the more collaborative environments, which I, I, I would say is, is definitely, it's, it's a proven commodity, but I would encourage organizations to more so use social media. Um, I would encourage organizations to uh, partner more with universities and be willing to provide opportunities to, um, you know, maybe graduating seniors, rising seniors, or individuals that are completing graduate programs. Um, I know a lot of people have to overcome the, <clears throat> the, the barrier of not having experience, but if organizations are willing to allow them to uh, come in and grow and develop, um, I think that they'll see uh, more uh, millennial, millennials and uh, younger tech professionals uh, integrate into their organization. Have you seen, though, that it's um, maybe a disconnect on that end, too, where they uh, just wanting to do the social media and trying to engage these different generations, the younger generations? Um, are companies willing to do that? Or is there trying... I mean, how would you go about um, appealing to them and showing them that that is a way to recruit uh, talent from these universities? Well, the, the, everything now is driven off of data. Um, mm-hmm. and, and many organizations, they, they're comfortable using data um, to make their decisions, I would encourage organizations to just review um, or, or, or I would encourage them to develop and, and analyze uh, data relevant to how millennials and young professionals even become aware of their positions, become aware of their organization. And more than likely, um, these individuals are finding out about the jobs, um, doing the research on the companies through social media, through, wow. through Instagram, through Twitter. Um, LinkedIn is another large one, uh, large platform. So, you know, I, I would just encourage them to, uh, to, to utilize those networks. Man. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point. So, I mean, this is in and of itself, it's kind of a shift in the, I mean, not only the technology industry, but the job industry in general, people, the way they consume information where they're getting the information about what jobs to apply for. Absolutely. But looking at a, a broader scope, um, just at the, the technology industry in general, what would you say are some of the big shifts that are coming coming along? Um, I've seen a number of organizations uh, in the Atlanta area and the partnerships we have in Minneapolis moving towards um, uh, application programming interfaces, the APIs, um, okay. those tools. Just to and, and, and the way they work is they make things more efficient. They help the two different uh, programs basically interact and, and, and partner with each other. So I've seen a lot of organizations move towards adding those. Um, anything that, that allows uh, for uh, quicker communication with the customers, uh, application development, uh, mobile device development, and also um, cybersecurity. That's another huge one. Uh, we've seen an uptick in uh, the need for cybersecurity professionals, uh, especially within the Atlanta area. Um, and then with that, so from your experience from the university level, how is that being addressed? These new things that are coming up in the technology industry, especially, I mean, cybersecurity, we've mm-hmm. had numerous people in this studio in the past couple of weeks talking about cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's true. It's so up and coming. So 
on the university side, how is that being prepared for for these students to enter the real world? Well, it's still a work in progress. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen a number of, um, like for St. Leo University specifically, they're building out their project management institute, the program there. Um, within that program, they're looking at cybersecurity developing uh, or, or bringing in cybersecurity professionals to speak to certifications, um, to allow the students to obtain certifications. So they're, they're still building out the programs, but the, I think that the awareness is there. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, to your point too, that it seems like there's so many different programs, certifications, directions that you could take it because of the growth that's happening in this mm-hmm. industry. But in your, I mean, with cybersecurity and APIs, everything, application development, but what would you say for you is the most important that you think a student should focus on? I would definitely say cybersecurity. Okay. Um, just because of the growing use of, uh, like, the the, uh, the Internet of Things is growing. Um, anything that can interface with uh, your home, your car, your phone, I mean, anything that, that, that can interface there, uh, those things are growing, and they all allow for access to personal items. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's where the need for cybersecurity professionals is going to come in just to make sure that organizations are protected, um, employees are protected, and customers are protected. It's clear that, I mean, with everything that you're talking about, you're mm-hmm. speaking about it with such passion and you have a passion for these students as well Absolutely. as on the other side of it. So what is your own background? How did you get involved in this industry in the first place? Well, I'm a military veteran, mm-hmm. um, veteran of the U.S. Army, six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I began uh, my service in uh, the human resources industry. Uh, once I ended service in, in 2010, um, transitioned into recruiting, and like I, I recommended a few minutes ago, I, I had an, an I had a difficult time obtaining a position uh, because my military background was not necessarily seen as relevant to the the secure the the civilian side, which you know a lot of military professionals um, they 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 have that that situation happen. So I ended up taking a number of uh, contract roles initially. Um, just obtain civilian level experience, um, work with a number of large organizations, Verizon, Express Scripts, and uh, transitioned to Atlanta, uh, working with an organization, Assurant. And, um, you know, that's what led me to uh, begin working in technology. I began doing um, recruiting within the technology space primarily. And uh, now I work as the account manager, specifically with uh, Delta Airlines, uh, okay. working with their, partnering with their IT managers, directors, and leadership. Um, and that's the goal. And that, that's what's going on moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> and so how difficult, I mean, you you faced a lot of different transitions throughout this time period. So um, can you speak to that a little bit, how you made it through those transitions and just kind of kept pushing forward and walking through those different doors to find yourself where you are today, a place where I'm not sure if you ever really saw yourself in this role, but just how you got here with yeah. those transitional periods? Great question. Um, and great point. So the thing that has helped me out, and there's an organization now that I, I work with. Um, it's a volunteer mentorship organization called Veterati. They're specifically geared towards veterans transitioning, uh, military professionals, as well as just um, military professionals that are looking to um, obtain an idea of what the workforce is like on the civilian side, even prior to them leaving. So um, for me, uh, organizations like Veterati weren't available. Um, there weren't any real transition program. So I had to seek out uh, mentorship and uh, mentorship, not only from uh, males uh, within the human resources and recruiting talent acquisition space, but also women, you know, just to get those two different uh, perspectives. And uh, that's really helped me grow and and progress and and develop in, in this area. 
So now seeing that, knowing uh, the importance of mentorship in your own life in these transitional periods. So how do you um, how do you utilize what you've learned through those uh, those experiences into your life now with helping your students, helping your own mentees? I've I, I mentioned to them um, not only stressing the importance of mentorship, but providing them with resources. You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Um, the one factor that that I did not have um, a large uh, amount of, and as Sandy and I were speaking about before, that's the one thing that 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 wit. If it doesn't provide anything else, it is an excellent resource for young um, aspiring tech professionals. I'll say, you know, obviously primarily female, but uh, as a man, ambassador, uh, males yeah. as well. Um, so. You know, for me, I, I provide resources um, in terms of, you know, Veterati doing the mentorship there, um, encouraging them to pursue certain certifications, PMP certification uh, for security professionals, certified um, information security professional certifications, just making them aware of what the leading trends are and, and what will make them um, the most sought after. Absolutely. And as this coveted role of man ambassador with WIT, um, what is the best piece of advice that you could offer to a young woman um, trying to enter the STEAM field? First is to absolutely utilize your resources. Um, mm-hmm. The second is to uh, make sure to, to seek out um, women that, are, that work in the field um, because they, they will absolutely be an advocate and, and someone that you can partner with and, and, and lean on. Um, I would encourage them to, you know, although the road is, is long, uh, to definitely pursue that and uh, go ahead and get your education, um, focus on that. And uh, within that, make sure that you, you join associations, um, inter- information security associations, w- whatever field you're interested in within um, technology to make sure you partner with that association and um, progress and grow in there. That's a great point because it's you want to seek mentors in the areas that you want to be in. No, so people who have gone through before they've gone through those transitions they know the pain points they know how hard it's going to be so if even if you have to go through some of it yourself just through experience maybe your own stubbornness but if you have that (laughs) guidance um you can it can be mitigated at least somewhat absolutely yeah so for you um what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received the best would be and and a lot of it goes back to my time in, in the military um just never giving up um, continuing, to, continuing to focus uh, on the things that I have a passion for. My passion is building relationships and, and um, seeing other people grow and progress in their lives. So, um, you know, as I focus on that, uh, you know, it's not necessarily about the, the money and monetary growth. I mean, that's all, that's obviously important, but mm-hmm. um, making sure that I can see people develop um, in any way that I can aid them, you know, those are the things that an individual imparted into me, and and that's what I like to impart uh, to anyone who's willing to to absorb it moving forward. Absolutely. Um. And so, how did uh, the uh, ACP get involved with Wit in the first place? Well, um, it, it was actually by chance. Um, I had done a little bit of research on um, just organizations within the the Atlanta area uh, technology organizations and. Um, in interacting with some of the clients that I have with Delta Airlines, many of them have been um, either members or uh, partnered with WIT in some capacity and then over the last few years. So uh, they spoke very highly of the organization. I, I found that in order for me to really obtain um, and grow in the, the relationship with those clients, that it would be beneficial to 
get an understanding of wit and and all that encompasses or all that that um, you know wit is involved with. So uh, that's where I reached out to uh, Sandy and and Pat and. Um, we were able to to have a meeting and, you know, some of the things that they are looking to do moving forward within the city, they have some excellent plans, some great plans moving forward. They've been growing exponentially since I've been partnering with them over the last year. Um, so, you know, that that's really how the, the I guess, the relationship began. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, as a, a man ambassador, um, how would you, how do you think that we can go about um, appealing to more, more men, trying to get more man ambassadors? I mean, there's programs like WIT are so great. And I mean, with companies like ACP and mm-hmm. just so many, there's so many different partnerships with WIT, but how can we go about just appealing to uh, the, the gender on the other side? I think the, the organization does a good job right now. Uh, you know, men, we just, we just, can't be reluctant to come. I mean, the, 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 uh, clearly it's for, it's geared towards women. Um, it's geared towards the growth of, of uh, women within technology. But um, as a man, you know, you can come and, and obtain a lot of information. Um, the speakers that come and, and uh, grace us with their presence, they always share a, a great, great wisdom. Um, so it's just more about men being willing to come out and, and partner. Uh, the environment is very collaborative. So you just have to come out. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, it's not just about two. I mean, it's getting young women involved in STEAM, but it's just young people in general, really right. encouraging them and getting everyone to know that, I mean, they can find their place and just making sure things like Sandy, to your point, um, at the middle school age. I mean, if you're interested in something to really fuel that passion and figure out a way to do that. And WIT does such a great job of doing that. And one thing I just wanted to say, because I'm sitting here as a uh, honorary millennial. <laughs> <laughs> the one good thing about WIT in terms of what comes across every single month is that we're multi-generational. So if mm-hmm. you were Absolutely. to look at look at the room, we certainly have, you know, for those who are in careers, that young, uh, early career path, they're gleaning, their sponges gleaning for information, but it really is every generation. So we yeah. can go from baby boomers on down. And that's the nice thing about it is that there are times that it's across to the point of mentoring. It's across various generations and sometimes it's up to other generations. And so I can't, can't tell you how many times myself or Pat will end up mentoring someone that we met at a WIT forum because they're just needing that uh, extra boost of confidence. They're right. needing to know, am I going down the right path? Or if this isn't working for me, what are my options? So I think it really is a great opportunity for uh me seeing the two of you at a WIT forum and seeing all the other Mm -hmm. different males, females, young and old. And I think that's the best part of what WIT has to offer for all of Atlanta and all of Georgia. If um, we, you know, actually go out to some of the schools that we uh, do support, such as um, Georgia Southern or Columbus State. Absolutely. I mean, that's a, that's a great point to look at it generationally. It's not just uh, whether getting young women or young men involved. It's, I mean, everyone just appealing to everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, David, if someone get, wanted to get in touch with you or learn more about ACP, how would they do that? Uh, they could visit the uh, website, www.acp.com. Um, we are obviously always available at the uh, WIT event. So please come out and partner with WIT. Uh, we are there. Um, if, you, if you're looking or, or you're an early career professional and you're seeking um, to maybe obtain even some some advice, some mentorship or looking for an opportunity, um, you can definitely reach out to uh, to me through our website, through our organization website. 
Um, but I would definitely just say, come out, come to the next WIT event, come to the forums, get involved, and uh, you'll see your career grow. Well, thank you so much, David. I mean, you thank offered you. some such great insight. And you have a great radio voice, too. Oh, well, <laughs> you're <appreciate> welcome. <laughs> um, so, Sandy, what's coming up with WIT? So, we will have our upcoming um, WIT forum on March 21st, and it's uh, women in automotive leaders. So, inside, Ooh. taking a look inside Mercedes Benz. And since we're pretty much right across the street, um, we're excited to have the uh, ladies come out and share uh, their perspective of how Mercedes Benz is really trying to engage with Atlanta. And more importantly, um, do more to promote women coming into their organization. The nice thing, um, based on what we've seen, is that they really are at a 50-50 ratio for Atlanta, which wow. uh, male-female, which is uh, quite interesting. Wow. Um, but they are very intentional and have a uh, very nice um, DNI and uh, lady, Tamika, who is doing a great job of getting them focused on. Uh, true equality and diversity, because it's really about getting different ideas. I tell people all the time, you could be pink with purple polka dots on your forehead. <laughs> people are looking for the best talent and the best talent is that's basically right. a mix of the greatest ideas. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, that's a great point. Um, and it's, we had Tamika in studio not too yes. long ago too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's the uh, what are, the Wit Connect. That's coming up too, right? Wit Connect is coming up June 21st. So we're getting all of our ducks in a row for executive auction packages, as well as um, all that goes into just planning such a phenomenal event. Last year, we had 722 people in a room. We sold out. So we wow. had to move it um, back to the aquarium because they we just need more space. So we're excited. And we're actually... Um, just thinking through all of the applications for scholarships. So almost there. Yeah, that's great. And if wow. someone wanted to learn more about uh, the events coming up, maybe um, sponsor, get some tickets, where would they do that? Right to our um, landing page, www.mywit.org. Well, great. Thanks so much, Sandy and David, for coming in today. Thank you. Um, thank you, Katie. Yeah, and we'll look forward to seeing you guys next month. Um, <laughs> thank you all for listening in to this uh, special episode of Women in Technology on Atlanta Business Radio.